you've gone too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway You can rely on the old man's money You can rely on the old man's money It's a bitch girl, but it's gone too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway Say money, but it won't get you too far Get you too far Welcome to another episode of Hall and Snokes. You got Danny here with Matt and Chris, and uh, it's May 7th, this weekend in news, I guess Guardians of the Galaxy came out. I think we're going to have a little segment about that just because we all saw it and we all, well, what was kind of... I mean, yeah, stuff. in case it's not clear so far yeah. as of yet, by the inclusion of uh, Roseanne in our repertoire, yeah. that like... I mean, we're going to throw some other shit in there. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, th- I would think that just by the fact of Roseanne being in there would kind of denote that. But, you know, just to, to reiterate it. <laughs> yeah, we don't really have any set goal for this podcast. We know we love Star Wars. That's kind of our uh, our common theme. But for the most part, we're just going to talk whatever we want to talk about. And uh, so who wants to go with their initial thoughts first. Uh, sure. I'll, I guess I'll start. Yeah, um, start off, Chris. Yeah. I, you know, I definitely, definitely enjoyed it. Uh, I feel like it felt a lot like the first one. Maybe not, not as hard hitting, I guess, as the original Guardians of the Galaxy. But I surely, I, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, felt a lot more. Uh, all, all of the, Gar- the Guardians of the Galaxy always, I liked it a lot because it uh, didn't feel as much like a Marvel movie, even though it's still a Marvel movie. This one, I feel, feels more like a Marvel. Like extended universe movie type style movie, but definitely, I definitely enjoyed it. I guess that's kind of all all the spoiler free thoughts I have on it for sure. Yeah, and I I think the uh, the conclusion I came back with it is it's fun. It's, yeah, uh, you don't definitely. really have to think about it too much. It's really the the whole like backstory behind the the war and everything it really doesn't matter that much. It's just kind of a fun space adventure. Um, I'm. I'm actually kind of glad it like they didn't dive too deep into the whole MCU Marvel tying it into the the Avengers yet, because I right. kind of like it's kind of refreshing to have this like complete side separate story like and not have to deal with Captain America and Iron Man and everything, <laughs> which I know they're heading towards, but yeah, like, at least for now it's just a a nice refresh. That's right. But that said, I I think I uh. I did like the the original one a little bit better, but I mean not not right. not by any like significant amount. Amount, yeah, that's fair. I feel like that's kind of how it always is, though, because yeah. the first one was just so new and fresh. Yeah, and like this one, I mean, I, I think anything else I'd, I'd have to go into spoilers. So, uh, what about you, Matt? <laughs> I, I I don't know, man. I'll be honest. I think I might have liked this one a lot more than the first one personally like i yeah it's tough to 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 talk and i think we'll we'll have to give a disclaimer here in a minute and then have a spoiler conversation because it's tough to get into it too much without without giving anything away but uh, i would say honestly i fucking loved it like i (laughs) I, dude the end got me man the end hit me right in the feels dude 
I don't know, dude. Like even more than like the end of the Force Awakens, which was fucking like an emotional roller coaster for me. Like it was fucking, dude. Yeah, the end of of, of Guardians two, fucking. I think I think the thing that I love about Gar- both of the Guardians movies, though, and what I love about James Gunn as like a filmmaker in general is his use of music, because. It's not just like, oh, yeah, he throws in some good songs. It's, I think, about, like, the way he does it, like, where he puts them and, and the right fucking song for the right story beat or, like, the right fucking emotional moment or whatever. Like, to me, that makes – can take a fucking pretty good movie and make it awesome. And I, to me, that's what this was. Like, I honestly I, – I, I don't know. Like, I would almost put – and the soundtrack of the first one is legit, but I would almost say the soundtrack of this one it could arguably be better. Okay. I See, I felt the opposite of that. Yeah, uh, I really? I, I felt like this one was, like, weak comparative. Wow. Um, I no, feel like it was a good soundtrack, but I, I, the first one I felt just was, like, to one me, of the okay, soundtracks okay, of all time. I guess I'll say this. I think the soundtrack of the first one, to just, like, sit and listen to, is a better soundtrack. But I think the music in the second one is used... Okay. In a much more like emotionally impactful way for the story. All right, that's fair. Yeah. No, I I can see what you're saying there, but I I kind of like the the fun aspect of the uh, the original soundtrack. For sure, no, I mean they're both yeah. good, but yeah, yeah. I, I think like I said, I think the first one is maybe a better soundtrack, but I think the second one is like the music is used to a, a stronger yeah. effect in the in the movie. Yeah, and I think you're kind of like because the whole thing is like it's. 80s hit songs and i think you're kind of deep diving diving deeper and deeper into like what they have to, to pull from so that's why they're not as recognizable but i probably have to right i mean again. if i have one complaint i would say you know maybe that they just they they, they didn't have any hollow notes in there but you know <laughs> dude that would have killed it <laughs> <laughs> that, that probably would have put it put this movie over in my uh <laughs> in my rating system or whatever Yeah. Um, right. Any any other thoughts on uh on by you, Matt? Uh, no. I that yeah, that's about it. As much as I can say before before we get into like spoilers about it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> I guess do you want to just jump into spoilers? Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, fair warning, to everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd say if you haven't seen it yet, uh, I don't know. Skip ahead ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. This is. <laughs> This is a. If if you're really spoiler sensitive, this is probably not the podcast to listen to, just because yeah, we are, we're, yeah, we're, right. we're not organized enough to have like a. Complete we'll separate. we'll give you a warning. We'll give yeah. you a fucking warning. You're not just gonna spring it on you, like yeah, yeah. Well, well, maybe accidentally, but like no, no, <laughs> right. not on purpose. We're gonna we're gonna do our best, but we're still trying to work the kinks out of this uh, podcast. So, right. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Matt, that that ending, yeah, that did, uh, that, that, that did have some pretty emotional weight to it. That I, I kind of wasn't. I don't know. It it didn't hit me like that, but I could see how it could. Dude, have. I'll be. I don't. I'll be fucking honest, dude. I cried like a little bitch. Like <laughs> I don't fucking care, dude. I well, I dude. That yeah. And again, it's like it, I don't know that that scene would have necessarily got me so good if it or like those ending scenes, especially like where Yondi dies and his funeral or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler spot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Yondi dies. Uh, I, I was confused about that, but 
I think it was so perfect, though. Like, I think it was so perfect. Like, the whole movie is about, like, fathers and sons and whatever. And, like, the fact that he was actually the one who fucking sacrificed himself or whatever at that. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. I think that's why that scene got me, though, was because of the music. Like, I, you know, I always, like, in the first one, you know, you know, Yondu and uh, Star-Lord kind of have that relationship, but they don't ever go deeply into it. And I feel like this was kind of, like, better explain their relationship. Yeah, and I guess that's uh, probably my, just, the reason it didn't hit me as hard as it, it probably should have was, I just, in the first one, I just thought Yondu was just kind of like a throwaway character, and all of a sudden, like, uh, the, the ki- Michael Rooker, like, he killed it. Yeah, dude, I don't know. I loved that character in the yeah. first movie. I kind of didn't really yeah. think we'd see much of him in the second one, but so yeah, that's, I, I, guess, I guess that's I guess, maybe part of. Yeah, that's no, kind of like my preconceived notion is like, why do I care about Yondu? He's like, oh, well, he fuck, he pretty much raised Star Lord from like the time he was a kid, from like seven years old to thirty. Yeah, no, that's just that's interesting because I just like I just fucking loved that character from the beginning, you know, yeah. like I. I was su- I think maybe that's part of why I liked the movie so much is because I was really stoked that they expanded on on him and his backstory a whole bunch. <laughs> Fucking Sylvester still just shows up out of nowhere. Hey, used to we used to be friends, and now we're not friends. Like, <laughs> I was just like what the fuck is going oh, on? Yeah. <laughs> but then it paid off later. And also, like, yeah, just to like throw in, I saw somebody pointed out online in that scene where they're like, where Sylvester Stallone talks. We're just jumping all over the fucking place here. At this right. point. But, uh, <laughs> that's it. We're just pretty close to the beginning of the movie. But uh, when Sylvester Stallone meets up with Yonder or whatever, and it. it I'm pretty sure he's like banging a bunch of, of like robot robots. Voters. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is a Disney movie. <laughs> yeah, that, that scene where he's like he's like fixing his belt, just like looking out the window. Yeah, no, those are definitely robot hookers. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely robot hookers. But, it's uh, cool though because they're robots, so they don't. Yeah, it's fine. They don't exactly. feel anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's not real Jesus sex. Anyway, robot sex. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I my my whole thing like, and I guess the funny thing is like, I was sitting there watching it and like also realizing that like, I, I, I the reason I was liking it was also I could also already hear angry nerds on the internet using that as a reason. Makes it as dumb or is that it was very to me like very Empire Strikes Back in a lot of ways, like in. In more than just, like, the father-son stuff, but in, like, just the whole setting of it, it's, like, kind of on this weird, like, uh, dreamy, mystical planet or whatever, and uh, people, some of the people are like, yeah, I don't know, some shit's weird, I, I don't know if I trust this place, and, and, you know what I mean, like, there's there's a lot of things that are, yeah, I, actually... I guess you could argue that the first one is uh, takes a lot of beats from A New Hope, too. But, uh, yeah, to me, like I said, like, the reason I liked it was because it was very Empire Strikes Back oh, in, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of different ways. But I could also see that being used as a criticism. Like, whoa, they're just copying yeah. Empire. <laughs> I don't know, because I actually did hear that, that kind of it's Empire Strikes Back-ish comment, like, going into the movie. And I, I thought it was, like, a unique spin on it, kind of. Because, like, the father figure that you think is going to be the one that's he's drawn to... It turns out he's he's actually had them there the whole time, so it's I don't know, it's a different little bit of a different take. 
And Kurt Russell, by the way, fucking killed it, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. I thought he was awesome. Uh, also, yeah, it was fucking rad to get Tango and Cash back together in a movie, even though they didn't have any scenes together. Uh, uh, but I guess, yeah, like, I I guess it's not too far-fetched to, to think, to like, when I was going into the movie, like, oh, maybe the character named Ego might be kind of, like, out for himself a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a little right on the nose. Not on the news whatsoever, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was still good. Like, it was, I don't know, like, it, it, it played out kind of how I expected in a lot of ways, but it also surprised me in a lot of yeah. good ways. And, I, and again, it was fucking hilarious, in my opinion. Like, I, to me, that's, like, what made the first one so good, too. It's just, like, it's just fucking funny, you know? It's just an entertaining, like, movie, and there's a lot of crazy, yeah, like, weird <laughs> action sequences, and a lot of funny shit happens. It's like I, the, the two funniest characters are a talking tree and a uh, talking raccoon, like... Right. Uh, exactly, okay. dude. The, like, the first one... Uh, okay, like when okay. First one's coming out. Sorry, sidebar. Uh, the fucking... To, to talk about Groot, baby Groot, for a second... I don't know if I've ever been more fucking angry in my life than the fucking scene where they start kicking the shit out of baby oh, Groot man. and like pour liquor on him and like I I, I got like it's very like and, animal abusive. I got no dude my 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 like my, I I looked down and like my fists were clenched I was like I was like ready to fuck I was ready to fuck somebody up dude like I got so mad like that made that that scene was fucking brutal. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like they're yeah. torturing a puppy or something. Like, right, yeah, that exactly. was fucked. But luckily, yeah. later he comes back and they straight murder all those dudes. Oh, yeah. with right. All those. <laughs> I dude again. Perfect scene. Amazing music. Fucking slow mo when Yondu's just whipping his little fucking like the little uh, arrow is flying around and just like raining dudes down. <laughs> like dude, that scene was fucking rad. Like uh, again, it's like I don't know, maybe not like high art cinema, but it's fucking entertaining. I I was very happy with how. So like when the first one came out, I was worried about Rocket being kind of like a Jar Jar character, kind of being gimmicky, and I was. Just very wrong and happy um and i was same. i was worried about baby groot in this one too just being kind of like a gimmick to sell toys stuff like that uh which i was wrong again i love both those characters oh yeah <laughs> um you, so you could, you know, i, I love being wrong like that <laughs> Drax oh yeah and, and, and that mantis relationship is is just gold like yeah dude Drax is funny as shit man <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he just uh, has awesome. like he basically has like Asperger's like cause he's, he's like from this just like straight up warrior culture where they don't like have any social interaction so he just like says whatever the fuck is on his <laughs> mind like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like when they, they definitely uh they definitely uh made another good one here oh yeah I'm excited Let's for the else. next one. Although, is, yeah, is, right? is there a next one Although, or is it going yeah, th- right into I think, I think into there's, there's going to be a Volume 3, but they're, they're going to do like, they're going to bring them into the uh, Infinity War first. So. Yeah. Okay. And I, I would say if I had one kind of like disappointment, maybe is that I was kind of expecting maybe to see Thanos because like we saw him in the first one and that was kind of the most we'd ever really seen him in a, in one of the movies. And I don't really huh. talk about him a lot. They reference him a lot, but you don't, you never see him. Right. Well, I mean, too busy filming Deadpool, right? 
Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah like the the most screen time he ever gets is in in uh, volume one of Guardians of the Galaxy. And, like, yeah, and it's only like one scene where he's yeah. like tells uh, what's his name that Ronan or whatever. He's like, yeah, like you're a little bitch. I like, get out of here, and then that's pretty much. It's like it's not a very long scene. <laughs> yeah, he's he's just a big dude that sits in like this meteor in his big chair. And... Right, I'd like to see more of Cable. Yeah. <laughs> more Cable. God damn it! Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Okay, so like, what would you uh, what would you give it like out of ten? Ten. I think I'd give it a solid nine. No, go that high. I'll go. Uh, uh, I'll go eight point five. Uh, yeah, okay, shit, I mean, I guess, I guess I would have to, if I'm trying to think about that I honestly liked it more than the first one, as much as I loved the first one, because yeah, like, I rewatched that my, my, shit, like, two days ago, okay, what would your score be for the first one, then, relative to this one, if you're g- giving uh, it a see, 9 and an 8.5? See, I think I'd do, like, mine was, like, pretty, like, 9.5-ish on the first one, like, that, when that came out, that was one of, like, the best movies I think I've, like, ever enjoyed, yeah, as like, far as like enjoyment, I, I'll be honest. It was in some ways kind of like seeing Star Wars for the first time. Right? Like, yeah. I, I not like uh, not on the level, but you you know the same kind of thing. Yeah, it was the last time I was pleasantly surprised, like walking out of the movie theater. Yeah. And I think okay. Just, so, but what 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 would you got? What were your scores for the first one, Chris? You said nine point five. Yeah, I'd say about nine. Yeah, I say I say nine. Okay, I guess, see, I guess I would say I would give the first one a 9, and I would give this one a 9.5, but that's okay. just me. Yeah, That's I mean, fair. I can see the valued argument for that easily. Like, yeah. as not, but, but like I said, also, like, I could also, while I was sitting in the movie theater watching it and thinking, like, oh, like, there's a lot of, like, little different things that are kind of similar to Empire in a lot of ways. And to me, that was the reason I was enjoying it. I was also, like I said, I could also already hear angry people on the internet using that as a reason wow. to complain about it but it you know to me I, I i really liked it the only angry people on the internet you need to worry about is us so, you know. <laughs> there you go yeah right how about a days when we just saw movies <laughs> like <laughs> and now wow. we have to like check rotten tomatoes beforehand See what uh, right. <laughs> See, fuck that shit, though, dude. Like, I don't buy into that bullshit, no, honestly. Because, yeah. like, this... And this is a no, fucking whole, like, topic for another day. But, like, dude, I... I like, I'm not going to try to defend Suicide Squad here. But, like, dude, Batman <laughs> vs. Superman is honestly one of my favorite fucking comic book movies ever. And it's just become, like, popular shit on it or whatever. But, like, I will, I will have a fucking argument or discussion with anybody to, like, intellectually defend why I love that movie any fucking day. But, like... Uh, you know what I mean? Like, if you look at a preview and it looks good to you, then fucking go see it. You know what I mean? Like, don't uh, don't worry about what bunch of fucking critics who probably aren't really comic book fans or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, they're looking at it through the lens of being a fucking snooty ass film critic. Like, it, to me, I'm looking at the through the lens of like, I love fucking comic book movies, and they're usually. I usually, you know, I mean, like Suicide Squad, like I said, is maybe the exception, but like, 
Dude, I love. I thought Man of Steel was awesome. I thought fucking Batman vs Superman was awesome. So, but that, like I said, that's all a whole right. other fucking can. Can. All right, that's there. a whole other. <laughs> I, I guess I should confess this now. Again, it's it's a topic for another day. But I I enjoyed Suicide Squad. I, I know. I, I didn't I know that. I, I I was entertained by it, but I yeah. was also yeah, disappointed by it. Yeah. I didn't hate it. I didn't think it was as awful yeah. as everybody said. But I was also like, I think it could have. That's fair. To say, it had a yeah. lot. It had a lot of unfulfilled potential. Yes. That's yeah, I, 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 I can agree with that. But I, I did. I sat down. I, I actually saw it twice in theaters. I, I was like, yeah, and I, see, I've only I seen it know. once, and it was in the theater. Because I feel like it's probably one of those that, like, it probably is, is not as as bad as I'm remembering it. And like I said, I don't even remember it being bad. I remember being entertained by it, but I was just kind of like, the story a little right. bit. I was just like, ah, like what? Because to me, that movie would have been ten times better and ten times simpler if you take out all the fucking magical bullshit about Enchantress and her, like, weird brother and just, like, make the Joker the villain. That's all yeah. you have yeah, to fucking do. that's all you do. Like, you know what I mean? And it's simple, and it makes sense that those dudes would be taking on the Joker because, like, a lot of them aren't even really superheroes. They're just fucking lunatics. And, like... It doesn't really make sense that they're taking on a supernatural whatever the fuck she was, crazy God, giant like a demigod. God. Yeah, that yeah. shit doesn't really make any sense. If you just make the Joker the villain, I think that movie ends up being a lot less convoluted and a lot more entertaining. And it probably wouldn't have been fucking ripped apart. But what the fuck do I yeah. know? Won an Oscar yeah. for fucking something. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. yeah. You know, Rogue One did. But Suicide Squad did. So, sure you know, did. Yeah, that, that just <laughs> yeah. fucking shows you what. What, what you, you know. know? What we know? Yeah. What the fuck do you know? <laughs> Dude, I, yeah. MTV Movie Awards are tonight. I I was looking through like <laughs> is that these still thing? I'm, I'm pissed though. Rogue One did not. There's a category for like fight against the system. How was Rogue One not on there? Yeah. That's kind of the whole thing. <laughs> that's so it's the whole basis the of the, the, the is, yeah. plot. Yeah, yeah, pretty mean, much. They have some other movies. I think the uh, uh, they're I, but still. <laughs> no, that's funny. Yeah, I think like Mr. Robot's on there, and uh, is that good? I Chris, I think you're telling me to watch. Oh that. yeah, that's so a great show. Yeah, yeah. But no, we're we're not we're not gonna have a. Uh, MTV Awards preview show right now. No. Do no. <laughs> <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Star Wars time. What do you guys want to talk about? Some uh, some of the fucking. Right, we, we got, we got uh, techno union. Yeah, absolutely. Back. I, I I missed that last section. Oh no! I was just saying. Do you want to uh, talk about some of the trailers? Uh, sure. Uh, which one do you want to talk about first? Uh, what trailers are we talking about right now? Well, I was thinking like the the Last Jedi trailer, okay. the Rebels trailer, and the Battlefront trailer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Let me see if I can uh, bring them up on my phone. <laughs> yeah, I guess we can start with Battlefront trailer and kind of work up to the Rogue. Yeah. Yeah, let's to, save uh, the, uh, save uh, the uh, well, Last Jedi trailer. Of course, it's all the matter, uh, matter perspective, but 
We'll say the best. So cast. when where when did you where did you guys see the Battlefront trailer? Did you, you didn't neither of you got into that panel, right? No, right. No, we went. Uh, Will Will snuck into that panel though. Yeah, he was the one. I have no idea, dude. He's just like slippery, man. He just sneaks into places. Like it, it was out there, and it was like well closed off at that point. We could have gotten onto maybe an overflow stage or something. He just shows up to the front door and just like stands by the door and just like he just got in. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Right? He, yeah, he was a. He kind of just just did everything and just hoped not to get caught. It kind of worked out for him, to be honest. I, but uh, oh, I I saw it though. I did see it um because I I watched it. Uh, the Star Wars show live was showing the panel. I did watch the. If on that on that big screen for the first time when it showed, yeah, I think I just yeah. saw it at some point during the day on my on my cell phone. Well, dude, I was stuck in line. So apparently, the autograph area. So this is when I was stuck in line where I ended up meeting Gary Fisher or whatever. But so I over in that autograph area, there was just like a black hole of cell phone reception, and so I was stuck over there for like three hours. Or so. And and the, the Battlefront trailer came out, and I I kept trying to watch it, because buffer and it would load and it would play for two seconds and then it would freeze up for like several minutes and it was like it was also draining my phone too so I had to give up and I can't watch it until later I think maybe until we like went to McDonald's or something yeah we're we're advice if you ever go to any anything like that bring a uh, a battery charger or like a phone charger. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Little battery pack. Yeah. Um, uh, but, okay, so here's a quick sidebar. Do, have, do either of you watch the league, Chris? You've seen the league, right? A little yeah, bit, yeah. Something. Yeah, you've seen the league. Okay, so uh, when I first watched the trailer, I'm thinking, sitting here thinking, like, man, like that girl looks familiar, but I couldn't quite place it. And then the next day, I seen on Twitter. Uh, guess who's playing the fucking main character? Oh shit! What is her? Okay, hang on. Let me. I, I got it right here. Let me pull this shit up before I fuck it up and try to mispronounce it here. Uh, okay. Her name, the actual actual name is Nina Kavankar, and uh, she is playing Commander Eden Versio or Iden Versio in Battlefront 2, a.k.a. fucking Shiva Kamani Soma Kondakrom from the League, a.k.a. the Shiva herself, oh. is playing the fucking main character <laughs> of this video game, which which got me extra stoked. Even I was already excited about it, but that just was like the fucking, the fucking cherry on top. Cherry on top, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm, I, I, I was contemplating long and hard about about shiva blasting it right now but you know i'm gonna i, I don't want to <laughs> damage anybody's eardrums it's appreciated um <laughs> <laughs> from all of us I, I think i speak for everyone in the world when i say that but <laughs> <laughs> no i so yeah i guess i guess what do you guys think think of the trailer uh, i'm beyond stoked for that game yeah yeah uh, it was basically i uh my st- <laughs> the reason I'm not stoked is because uh, I basically got a PS4 last year to play Battlefront, and I got so sick of it so quickly because there's no single player mode. 
the multiplayer just felt repetitive. I, I sold my PS4, so now I'm pissed that I have to buy another PS4. <laughs> well, or what, what do you, you guys happen. play on? Or you can just buy buy an Xbox, dude. That's what I got. All right, I'll buy an Xbox. Then. But dude, uh, makes feel okay. Better. So I don't know. Here's my thing, because with the first Battlefront. I know a lot of people were real fucking butthurt and like disappointed about it and like, this isn't like, but like they were very upfront about what it was from the beginning, which I guess is why I never was disappointed by it. Cause they were always like, okay, there's no single player campaign. There's no galactic conquest. There's no, it's only original trilogy. You know what I mean? Like they fucking said that shit for months and months ahead of time. And then people still went out and bought it and were like, what? This doesn't have what I thought. It's like, dude, they fucking told, they yeah, fucking I, I, told you what it was. I'm a, I'm a, you know what I mean? I'm guilty they are of not who doing we my thought research. they were. <laughs> I was like, oh, sweet, a Battlefront game, a Star Wars game on PS4. And we let him off the that. hook. But the point is, the, like, like, I still play it every once in a while, but but it's, like, it's boring. It's only multiplayer. Like, there's not that much to it, you know what I mean? But it's still fun, and it's still a fucking gorgeous game, and I played all the oh, DLCs yeah. and whatever. And I generally kind of hate the whole, like, I, not hate, but, like, I get annoyed by, the, like, all the DLC and whatever and and uh, uh, paying, you know, 50 bucks extra after you already pay 60 But, like, whatever, it's Star Wars, you know? They'll fucking, yeah. I'm going to give them all my money. I won't do that for any other game, but, like, in but that Star case, Wars, like, yeah. yeah, exactly. If there's <laughs> a fucking Star Wars game and there's a fucking $50 DLC, like, cool, yeah, here, take, just might as well take the money right from my my work don't even give it to me just send it <laughs> just, yeah. film. like i should just fucking have a range a direct deposit arrangement to send most of my money directly to lucasfilm like don't cut out the middle <laughs> man like don't even fucking give it to me because you, you can make, <laughs> make tax deductions off your like overall yeah ledger. exactly just talk to my fucking accountant just set it up you know just, <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but i okay to talk like, it looks fucking sick as shit. I'm excited. They're, to me, like, they're, they listened to and and responded to every single major complaint that anybody had. And, like, I know that the developers of that uh, game go on the Star Wars Battlefront subreddit quite a lot. And they, like, go on there and post and, like, talk and, like, respond to shit that people say. It's like, I know they've been fucking, like, listening to shit that people say. And it's evident by the fact that the biggest major complaints I heard from anybody... No single-player campaign. Well, that was, like, the main focus of the fucking trailer was a single-player campaign, which hopefully is, like, I don't know, eight or ten hours long. Like, you would hope it's at least kind of substantial. Uh, and then, obviously, the other complaints I heard were, like, you know, n no prequel era, no sequel era. And, again, like, to me, all those fucking big complaints have all been addressed. And... and so, I, to me, it, it looks fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. My, my biggest complaint from the first one was uh, pretty much any time I got to do something really fun, I got shot down really quickly just because I wasn't good enough. Like, yeah. if, if you got into, like, Yeah, I've heard a lot of people say that where, like, they're just, like, you get on and you just get fucking <laughs> toasted a million times in a row. And it's like, well, this is fun. I'm just getting slaughtered. Yeah. Like, any time I got... Like one of the heroes or one of the uh, made cool vehicles, I just like I was in it for two minutes and couldn't even figure out how to like steer it. But yeah, that, that's that's my that was my biggest issue, I guess. But I heard they're uh, even fixing that. You guys there? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know how you feel. It's it's like if you get into a game with a bunch of really good people and you just yeah. get slaughtered, it's not really Yeah, like, fun. I'm not, to begin with, I'm not the bi- biggest, like, first-person shooter or shooter fan anyway, so I had it come to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I don't see that. Um, yeah, can, yeah, can you hear us still? Yep, yeah. I can hear you. I like, uh, I like that. It looks great. I and put it right now. Absolutely gorgeous. Uh, I mean, some of those fucking scenes could easily have made it into any of the fucking movies. To be honest, some of those space battles and shit. Like, oh, 100 percent. Oh yeah. Oh, graphically, yeah. Like, these games are beautiful. And uh, it, it it looks amazing. I'm super fucking stoked on it. But I gotta say, the the game I'm more excited about, which I think is either gonna be amazing or just a giant fucking disappointment. Is the next game that's going to come out the like Amy Hennig game that that they're working on? I think Visceral is a studio that's doing it. Like they showed like five seconds of it at I don't know if it was E3 or Celebration last year or whatever. But that game, I think it's going to be like a third person action RPG kind of game. Like it could be fucking epic. Like what I would love, my fucking wet dream of a video game is like some kind of combination of like. I don't know, like Red Dead Redemption oh, yeah. and like uh, No Man's Sky in in you can no. fucking you know what I mean? Like no, the, yeah, I, what I what No Man's game. Sky should have been? Or, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But to me, it's like that that game is hopefully pushing things in, even though it sounds like it was disappointing. Hopefully, pushing things in the right direction because like a Star Wars game like that, where you could be like. I guess maybe like sort of like a comparison would be to sort of sort of what the old Republic is, except in like a single player experience, like a Skyrim level game in the Star Wars universe where you can just pick like whatever the fuck you can be a fucking bounty hunter, Jedi, dark side, whatever, you know, just kind of do whatever you want and go wherever you want. Like that's the ultimate fucking, yeah, that I would, would be I would live ultimate. there. I would yeah, not this. Oh, dude, and, out, and I you would... put that shit on PlayStation VR, like goodbye, real life, dude. I ain't gonna <laughs> fucking go outside again. It's like I don't want to do this job anymore. <laughs> no, dude, I, I, I'll just live inside. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. But like yeah, VR overall, game from I'm stoked. Yeah. And it's this yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn is the fact that the the PlayStation VR stuff, dude, they're releasing, they've released a couple Star Wars VR things already, and that PlayStation seems like to be where it's at, where, where you want to be at for VR shit. Because, like, I know Xbox is coming down the pipe, but, but it's going to be a while for them, and I think it won't be until on, like, whatever it is, like, this fucking Scorpio or whatever the next thing's called, like... Uh, to me, like, PlayStation, you can get that shit now. And Horizon Zero Dawn, like I said, Chris, honestly, dude, like, just seeing that and, like, talking to you oh, about yeah. that game just made me want to go fucking buy a PS4. I've just it's... still been, like, financially reeling from, <laughs> from Celebration that, like, I yeah. still, like, it's still not even possible for me to, like, buy anything because I've just been, like, like I said, I dug myself into a fucking hole for that one. So, but it like it, you know, it's it, it was worth it. I'd do it again in a fucking heartbeat. Definitely. Oh yeah, it's that, that's that's kind of where it's at. Um, but 
apart from like PC VR right now, but PlayStation VR is a lot more affordable at this time. Like, have, have any, either of you guys tried any of that VR stuff or? Oculus yeah, I've or I've messed around with an Oculus Rift. I got a. Okay. Uh, the 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 funny thing to me, so like, and I feel like I've heard other people say this before on different like podcasts or whatever, but like. It, that like Star Wars is like the driving force for like me to buy new technology. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like if, if there's a star, and to me that's the reason I want to get a PS4 is because there's there's I think one or or two uh, Star Wars VR things out now that like ILM X Labs is doing or whatever, and and I, I think I want to say last year at Celebration and I was they I don't think they announced anything about it again, but I'm pretty sure last year they announced something about them creating like a feature length like Darth Vader centric VR experience or something that they were gonna do. Um which I haven't heard anything more about, but in the same way that like porn is the thing that drives new technology and that like porn is what selected <laughs> like D V like Blu ray over H D D V D and like is the reason that that continued and the other one failed in the same way that the the technology front like Star Wars is what drives my fucking technology purchases. <laughs> I say um so I played uh oh you guys know there's a game called Elite Dangerous it's kind of like a flight simulator like base flight simulator you fly ships and stuff uh I've done that on VR like that shit works really well I know they have problems with like walking things walking but it sounds just... like a Nicolas Cage movie <laughs> it does oh definitely. Uh, but I like that. I don't think I think for in the next couple of years we will see like space combat in VR works really well right now. So like you know, what's that I just fucking think, like, a game that you showed me uh, that they're working on? I think Mark Hamill's like doing some voiceover shit for it. Is or it, it, oh, is that a Star Star? Yeah, that yeah. game looks fucking rad. But I don't have right. anything that can play that. Yeah. Like that's kind of like I just I I feel like like maybe like a Rogue Squadron would be really cool in VR type that style of game I don't know if that anything I know. Oh, that's one of the touched in like ten years. The, right, the, yeah. yeah, totally. That that's one of the the Star Wars VR things that they have released so far was a uh, it was a X Wing yeah. mission, yeah. yeah. But like a full game of like Rogue Squadron, and like this generation would kill it right dude i still play fucking rogue squadron on my 64 oh, dude, my gamecube that's... all the fucking time but like dude i want to yeah dude, and, and 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 like fighter squadron and battlefront is fun and shit but i want a whole game of that yeah 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 that's actually the only thing i did like about battlefront was the uh fighter squadron we put a lot of hours into that oh yeah sure <laughs> um uh, all right, well, shit, do you guys want to talk about the uh, Rebels trailer for Rebels. a minute? Yeah. yeah. Um, honestly, I kind of forget what they show in it just because I, I only yeah, watched the I, episode. I, so I'm trying to like... Well, unlike like you fucking unprofessional pieces of shit, <laughs> I went and rewatched it three times like right before we started talking. Oh, well, that's good. You'll you have to leave this, too. I have not actually seen it, and I've been more wrapped around watching the episode and thinking about the episode. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you only have seen it the one time. The when one we time, the panel. Yeah. Yep. This this one's on you. Whoa! 
fuck the both of you then. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. I Yeah, I mean, honestly, they don't show a ton. A lot of the stuff that you end up seeing in the trailer is actually from the first part of the two-part season yeah, opener. Which, watch it right now. I'm trying to separate what's not like in the episode. Yeah, I'll, I, actually quite a few of the shots that they show are from the uh, season opener with the Mandos uh, that we talked a little bit about last week. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The trailer's good. It, it, the, the, the thing I would say after having just rewatched it is like Hera at the beginning is narrating it and we know obviously that she makes it through to Battle of Scarif or whatever. Yeah. Um, but she's saying it like they're all dead, basically, is the way she's like narrating it. She's like, it was a story about, yeah, no, so, no, no. you know, so and so. And it's very like ominous. Yeah, they were. It's all like a lot of past tense and shit. It's like, you know, so to me, I hope they give this show, especially the fact that they're just cutting it short at four seasons, like. I was really hoping for maybe five or six seasons. I really like the show. I really like Dave Filoni, but I there's just I just don't think they've been willing to commit as much as they need to. Whether it's like story wise or yeah, you, you know budget he, he wise, like complaining about not having enough budget to do certain things he wants to do. That there's some backroom like arguments that are happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that for sure, and and it's evident to me. It's evident, like whether or not you'd heard that. You can tell just from yeah. watching it, like the, and I've heard. I think uh, I want to say Dominic or somebody on Star Wars Underworld. I've heard him say this a bunch of times. It's like the the performances of the actors are like outdoing the animation. Like the animation can't keep up with the performances, basically. Yeah. Like, and the actors are all fucking awesome, and the performances oh, are great. I, but they create it, yeah, this, they like, just cool set of characters that I wish they could just do so much so much more with. Totally, yeah. but I, I just don't think they've been willing to commit. And to me, it's like it's just fucking silly because when you like, if you look at it like numbers wise, like yeah, I get they don't want to spend, they want to spend as little as possible on anime. But at the same time, dude, they fucking recoup their four billion dollars from buying Lucasfilm in in the fucking Force Awakens alone. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like just nut up and spend the money to make it because the the reason the Clone Wars is so fucking good is because George Lucas just threw money at it until it was what he wanted. And it's like, that's what you have to fucking do. And you got to realize that you're going to reap those benefits down the line. It's like, right now, it's going to put you in a hole. But you got to also realize, like I said, dude, just the fucking, just the merchandise alone yeah. probably brings in millions and millions and millions. Like, you got to fucking realize that you're... You're milking a fucking cash cow. You're riding the fucking gravy train all the way to the station. Like, you got to just fucking... So if you're going to do that, you got to just fucking pony up a little extra cash and say, all right, because it's like the little... Every imperial officer is very clearly the same fucking asset, the same fucking face. Yeah. Like <laughs> the cap is down over their face, and you face can't right. fucking see. But it's obviously <laughs> the same model. It's like... Dude, even like just hit random, randomize on like the fucking facial feature. I don't know, like you know what I mean. Like just come up, just make it look a little different. Put in a little bit of fucking effort. And I, I love the show, but it's just it, you know I, I think 
like I said, probably I don't like the decision that they're ending it, but it's probably the best decision yeah. because I don't think they were ever willing to do it right. So hopefully they'll do the last season and, yeah, and give did. give a solid closure to it. But yeah, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold like, my breath. They told him like, all right, this is the last season, Dave. Do whatever you want, and hopefully we get that. Yeah. So well, can can we talk about real quick the wolf? too because i've heard a lot of people say talk about this and like okay so at last celebration dave filoni weird car after ahsoka quote-unquote died in the finale when like she clearly didn't or like clearly sort of didn't or whatever <laughs> i don't know if it was but, made clear but yeah in their super fucking ambiguous ending which i love that episode but like that ending was just like come the fuck on like can you not like you give this uh, um, epic ultimate fucking showdown between Ahsoka and Vader, and then you just fucking cop out and don't show what the fuck happens at the end. Like that, that I love that episode, but that was some bullshit. Anyway, at, at last year at Celebration, they showed some shit with Dave Filoni and Ahsoka, and some like weird pictures with like her and some wolves or whatever, which is some concept art for some Clone Wars stuff. Uh, but anyway, so there's a wolf in this trailer that Ezra and Sabine are riding, and then later in the in the trailer, you see Kanan like petting the muzzle of this giant wolf. Over a lot of people okay. speculate that that's Ahsoka as a wolf. Like, well, that like she's sort of maybe, maybe sort of kind of a wolf now or something. I, I don't know if I bought like to me I I I don't I kind of hope she's not a wolf. I mean I guess it would be kind of cool, but I'm, it's also like I, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like it's a little bit. Uh, I don't love the idea personally, so I kind of hope that like this wolf is like her. I don't know. She like, she it's like her buddy and and the animal. wolf is like <laughs> leading them to her, yeah, I, and I hope that you know what I mean or. Something like that, but I, I hope that she's not the wolf. <laughs> I no, agree. I'm, I'm not. I kind of want to. I'm, I'm ready to see that. Ahsoka again. I really, I yeah, and I think yeah, they have, have to. Ahsoka if she's gonna die, it, it, yeah, yeah, exactly. And if she's gonna die, it has to be clear. Like I hope that if she actually has a fucking solid final conclusion, and I know Dave Filoni doesn't want to kill her because he loves the character, and, and everybody does, but. It, <sighs> You got to give the character a solid end, like I, I like Maul, like and it's you know people have their complaints or not, with better if it was two part or whatever. But I still think they finally gave Maul the ending he deserved. After you bring him back to like bring it back full circle and have Obi Wan be the one who killed him on Tatooine, yeah. like that's fucking legit. That's like a, a complete arc for that character. I I just hope they do the same things. And I, and I hope they, they give some closure to Ahsoka fans because, I, dude, I'm a huge fucking Ahsoka fan. Oh, I, would, yeah. I, I just I just hope they, they give that because cause Twilight of the Apprentice was not closure. No. It, no. Just, it just made shit more confusing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking for, for real. Now. Uh, there's some other cool shit though. I mean, it's cool to see Callus uh, with the Rebels. It's cool to see X Wings and U Wings and 
Oh, dude. Also, fucking rad that they brought in Rook from fucking Thrawn trilogy, and that Warwick Davis is playing him. That's uh, and again, I hope they don't kill off Thrawn. I hope. Well, my hopes for Thrawn, and I still haven't finished the Thrawn uh, book yet. But uh, I, I'm hoping that he survives through this season and that he turns up again in the, like, post-Return of the Jedi era. Because, to me, like, it's kind of silly if you bring that character back and then don't put him in the era that he was, like, most Originally. dominant and most famous for being in. Yeah. yeah. That was always my understanding of what who Thrawn was. But... Right, because in, like, the old canon or whatever, which, I mean, obviously isn't relevant necessarily, but, like, in that canon, I think he was off at this, like, the time period of where he is now in Rebels, he would have been off in, like, deep space on some, like, exploration shit. Because I'm pretty sure he left, like, during the Clone Wars or something and then, like, came back way, way fucking later after all the destruction. Gotcha. Yeah, maybe that's something I'll do in a future episode. Just reread the original like Thrawn, Thrawn trilogy and whatnot. Dude, it's yeah. fucking legit, man. And I, dude, I would, I, I love the books, but dude, also like I have the graphic novel of the whole yeah. trilogy, which is also, I, I, to me, is like my favorite way to to reread through that shit. I love the books too. Like I grew up reading those, but the graphic novel is pretty awesome too. Yeah, that'll be a personal challenge of mine. Because I, I, I'm terrible at reading books. I hate doing it, but... I'm an I'm a audiobook kind of guy. Yeah, I think, oh, I think me I'll too, dude. Like, That's... Uh, yeah, I think I'll have to get, like, the... Uh, what's the subscription you can get to, like, listen to all the audiobooks? Oh, yeah, like Audible. Audible yeah, yeah, dude, for real, man. And, and it also, here's a pro tip to anybody who has Audible. If you threaten to cancel your Audible subscription... They'll they'll go. Oh, don't do that. Here, we'll give it to you for like half price for like six months or whatever. So, <laughs> and, but dude, for real, it's like they you know typically for the most part, there's usually about one Star Wars book that comes out per month that I want to read. Like, yeah, well, it used to be fifteen bucks. Now I only pay seven fifty because I tried to quit it. But like. For you know, for seven whatever seven and change a month for a whole book, and dude, the audiobooks are cool, man. They're like, there's a lot of music and sound effects and whatever, and uh, there it's it's a good way to to read it. And and you know, I've spent a lot of time driving or a lot of time at work or whatever, and and it's a good way to to be able to listen to it while you're still like doing other shit at the same time. Cause I'm t- I like I know how you feel, dude. I'm like I'm really bad about just like sitting down and just yeah. reading for like a long period of time. But if I'm like listening to an audiobook and like working or like working out or like you know whatever, just like doing something else, like you can listen to it for like a couple hours and like not even really realize it. <laughs> yeah, I'll put that uh more money I have to throw at Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah, like it, I said, it, just fucking still, sign it, all my checks over yeah, to Lucas. But it, it's still going to be less than if you buy like every single book, though. So, well, so there, they? If, if you buy every audiobook or even every physical book, dude, those books usually are like, I don't know, like 25, 30 bucks yeah. easily. And, and if you spend like 10, 15 bucks a month on, on a subscription for audiobook, like, 
that's that's quite a bit less. Yeah. Definitely. All right. So, uh, anything else you want to say about the Rebels, Rebel season four? No, I think, uh, yeah, I think we covered it all because we we reviewed yeah. the panel, we reviewed the trailer. I'm looking forward to it, and uh, finally. Oh, me too. I I hope I just hope they give it the end it deserves, and I hope yeah. hopefully since it's the last fucking season, we yeah, don't yeah. get any bullshit filler droid, droid episodes. <laughs> uh, that, yeah. they, they'll be in there. You, you know they're <laughs> I gotta say, dude, I, don't, I fucking love Steven Staten. I love AP Five. I love the droids, but you know you gotta fucking. You gotta put that. You gotta strategize that shit a little bit because they put those fucking episodes. Yeah, they don't need an entire put that episode. Like, first, like, like a, five or six weeks of the season, I wouldn't fucking care, dude. I'd probably <laughs> enjoy it, honestly. But you put that yeah. shit three episodes before the end of the season it's like after you build up all this. Like one of the good episodes, like like you don't have to exactly. Yeah, exactly. And and yeah, maybe sprinkle them throughout some other episodes instead yeah. of giving them a whole episode. And you know, like I said, maybe maybe they decided that was a budget reason. They said, okay, for budget reasons, we're going to have a droid episode and then we're going to have the mall episode instead of making the mall a two-parter episode. But it's like, you got to realize yeah. that like what you're... You got to you gotta fucking commit and you got to give yeah. the money it, it's, it's to probably it. It comes down to... The droids are probably a lot easier to animate than all the features. Oh, yeah, and it's probably way cheaper, dude. And honestly, probably uh, Ben's cloak and his hood in that fucking episode probably took, like, half their fucking budget, (laughs) honestly. But... But at the same time, it's like, dude, you gotta... You gotta realize... You gotta... You gotta make... To me, when you're already talking... At that point... You gotta stop being fucking greedy and start yeah. making decisions based on story. You know what I mean? Because I get that you want to produce it on the cheap and you want to fucking get it out as cheap as you possibly can. But at the same time, dude, you gotta make some good shit. And dude, I, honestly, I think that uh, what is it called? Twin Sons or whatever that fucking episode is called. Probably my favorite episode of the entire series. But at the same time, it should have been a two-parter. And if the reason. That they that they made a droid episode was three was to have a fucking silly goddamn droid adventure. Then great, cool. You know I can fucking live with that decision. But I'm assuming that the reason they made that fucking choice was for because of money. And to me, it's like that. That's that's some bullshit. That's all. All right. Yep. All right. And uh, I guess finally the last Jedi trailer. All right. Who's uh? Who wants to go first on this one? I, uh, you know, I've I have watched it a lot, and I excited. I love. Um, I don't know if have you guys watched the side by side video of the Last Jedi versus the Force Awakens trailers at yeah, all they, yet? Because yeah, those were really over, neat. Those were all over YouTube. Like, well, I actually yeah. I don't know. People are complaining that, oh, the trailers are the exact same. Dude, that's the dumb... Okay, can I just jump in? That's, like, the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Yeah. And and I'll I'll say that... I'll I'll explain why. Because, okay, here's the thing. Like, it's, it's neat and it's interesting, I guess, but at the same time, it's also really fucking stupid because what they did is they took shit from different trailers 
and from things that are not even in trailers at all, but just shots from the film. Yeah. And they cut them together, and they're like, oh, look, these trailers are exactly the same. Yeah. And actually, half the shit that they cut together is not even from a trailer at all. It's just from shots from the movie or shots from, like, the second or third trailer. Yeah, they and they're like, okay, sure, they both fit. start like... on a fucking jump scare with Finn. But, like, like, it's an interesting video. But it annoyed me when people were like, oh, dude, those trailers are exactly the same. It's like, oh, dude, those yeah, are not. Saw, that's not how it fucking went like, down at It's all. like the Batman versus Superman trailer. And I'm just like, what? what's the, What's your, like, agenda here? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, that wouldn't bug me if they were the exact same, to be honest. No, like, it's, it's, no, no, no. Like, it wouldn't bug me at all. It just bugged me that people were watching that and saying, like, <sighs> acting like, Okay, like, so it's the, you know, like, it's the jump scare of Finn and Rey at the beginning. And then it's, like, a bunch of shots, you know, it's the continuation of the last Jedi trailer. And then, to juxtapose against that, they take other shots from different points in The Force Awakens that are similar, but weren't actually shown in trailers, or were shown in different trailers. And they act like it was all played out in the same exact order, but it it really wasn't. Like, there's a lot of mirrors, and there's a lot of similar imagery pull one over over on us by just releasing the same stuff over and over again. Uh, yeah and, it, it's, and, it's and like, no. like is it yeah it's a it, teaser that, trailer it's 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 obviously supposed to give you get a give a similar like i don't know mood and entry into the, it, to next totally movie, you know, in the trend. series but it's it's not and that just annoyed me a little bit that people were acting like it, i guess people who are like not Dumb people who are not dialed in, who yeah, are it's just like seeing that, going, oh, they just made that... the same trailer again. That's fucking yeah, stupid. It's like if you're like... already complaining that this one's looking too much similar to, to Empire Strikes Back, just just go, just go away. Oh, <laughs> no, I... Well, dude, even Ryan Johnson made a joke about that yeah. in an interview like yeah. a week or two ago. He's like, he's he said like, oh yeah, I just spent the last three years uh, copying Empire Strikes Back. You figured it out. Like, yeah. <laughs> good job. Yeah. Like. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm ex- uh, I'm ex- I'm super excited about this yeah. movie. Um, dude. Okay, so I'll say. Uh, I guess it would have been Friday. Yeah, no, it was Friday because it would have been three weeks exactly from when we were at the, almost even like to the hour, uh, since we were at the last Jedi panel when I went to see Guardians and and those thirty or forty people in the theater. And the last Jedi fucking trailer came on on the big screen, and that was so cool. It was just cool to see it again on the big screen, and then everybody is like uh, talking, like "Oh shit!" Like I was just there by myself, but I heard everybody talking, like "Oh shit, like, that's so good." I'm like, "You guys don't that's... you fucking know." <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. No, you're lucky. I, I like. I didn't get to see the. For some reason, in my guardian, I, dude, I, viewing, I, I didn't early, get to see it. I got there early to make sure I could see it. Oh, they didn't like, show yeah, it. They didn't good. show it at all. No. What? Yeah, that's and I saw saying. like I saw that's Guardians Disney, and IMAX, man. and yeah, it's Disney. Yeah, I know it was. No, I got I got to relive it on the big screen, and it was it was wonderful. <laughs> dude, yeah, that that was so cool, and just I dude, I get the chills every time I see it, honestly, because it's like it's just so tied to all these other like emotional exactly, yeah. it's like events. It, I'm always, <laughs> yeah, man, I'm probably like... gonna go back like three years from now and like rewatch this trailer just to like get that like energy that feels like, <laughs> dude, for real and it's probably going to be one of the mo- one of my my favorite movie trailers ever just for that because you know, remembered 
in 2015 listening because dude me and chris we were talking about like oh man we gotta go to celebration dude they're bringing star <laughs> star wars is back <laughs> and, hey. and, and and we're like we gotta go man we couldn't fucking afford it here i was trying to move out to where i'm at now and like uh, from montana i was like trying to save money and we couldn't fucking make it happen and i remember like you said listening to Dom, Dom on Star Wars Underworld being like, dude, being in there in that fucking room when we saw like Chewie were home moment, like that was like, that was the shit. That was like the coolest thing that's ever happened in my fucking yeah. life. And like, don't ever miss that. And it's totally fucking true, man. Yeah. And I remember listening to that being like, fuck, I ain't gonna ever fucking miss out on that opportunity again. Yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, the, I'm the so fucking it glad. on on Luke's old, old man Luke Skywalker just saying that it's time for the Jedi to end like <laughs> right. that's like forever gonna ring in my head oh dude yeah exactly that's what i mean it's like like i said when a co-worker asked me like oh what do you think of each other i'm like i think i have a fuck <laughs> i liked it i liked dude, that it. <laughs> that line right there that ending how that trailer ended to be honest reminded okay. me of like what they were building with clone wars with ahsoka the whole okay, time too for real okay and and can we <laughs> Can we talk about this for a minute? Because like I know we drunkenly fucking yelled about this at the like uh, the making Star Wars party, but shit, that was that was pushing a month ago now, boys. So let's let's fucking go back over it. Like, okay, so what what are your your individual feelings on that that particular line of dialogue? I I honestly think it's like this like creation of like the Gray Jedi, maybe like. Maybe not going all in one direction of the force is going to be the. Um, I think I think Luke Skywalker is technically the last Jedi. Uh, I guess. Yeah, um, it, is the way I read it. That line has me like my head spinning in circles because I'm I'm a huge proponent of like I I want the Jedi line and the I want the Jedi to be there always. Right. But. I do see the hints that, like, they're putting there in Rebels and the Clone Wars is that there's kind of, like, a duality of the Force that you have to kind of find balance in. So, right. I don't know. I don't see how they can, like, continue Star Wars without any hint of Jedi. Jedi. I, I honestly think the term, the term Jedi might not go away. I'm yeah. feeling more of a rebranding. Yeah, it's like the, the way, um, the old ways of the Jedi and, like, the old end of the uh, the old republic era jedi was wrong this is the true path of, of what a jedi is what should be right yeah. i i always had like recently i've had tried to explain to people that like um difference of, like like jedi is a religion that is like force based same way of like and like sith is also a religion based off yeah or same as like different sex of christianity i guess all believe in the same God right but they're not necessarily different. the correct one because right. like if you, okay because if you look at if you look at uh rebels and clone wars etc like you, you know you have the mother or the 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 father the sister and the brother and then you know in rebels you have like the lasat who have the ashla or whatever and i've cultures or species that have reference to the force in different ways you know what i mean like it's not all like they're all interpreting the same thing through different yeah. channels yeah and that, that's honestly kind of like how i believe religion is it's like it's all these grandeur explanations of a very personal feeling you right have and 
that's why it all splits into different sects and different people have different ideas and want to use it different ways. Yeah. I mean, so, okay, so here's my, here's my, my thoughts on that line. So, and, uh, this might sound like, it seemed like some obvious dumb shit to say, but like, I, I think you can take that one of two ways that either Luke is right or that he's wrong. And like, you know, that might seem like I said, might be some obvious right. shit to say, but it's like, okay. So to me, okay. If he's right, well, like what you guys are saying is is going to be the case where if if he's right and it's time for the to end, what that means to me is that that it's moving between more of a balance for 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 the force and instead of like you could argue that the people is why I are are wrong because ultimately their dogma and their their overzealousness and their refusal to to bend the rules or or to do anything other than follow their strict code ends up being their downfall and and then you could argue that to me the original trilogy is about the sith being in power and how they're uh, on you know on the opposite end of the jedi their willingness to break the rules and to just seek power is their downfall so so that maybe the the sequel trilogy is that the answer is somewhere in the middle, right? In the middle. So that right. instead okay. of the, the the prequel trilogy being that they're the Jedi are too too willing, you know, they they won't break their rules, they won't let anybody do anything outside of you know, and and I, I know some people get annoyed by the term "gray Jedi" or whatever, but I would argue right. that Qui Gon Jinn in Episode One is the closest thing we ever see to that. He's willing yes. to put. To to me, okay, and so this is where I like I find that it gets interesting, and it you could take it in this direction if if the the writers were feeling feeling froggy or whatever. You know, you could, you could argue that Qui Gon Jinn in Episode One is actually following the true will of the Force in that. He's going against the Jedi Council. He's saying, we got to do this shit. We got to train this kid regardless. You guys aren't fucking listening. And, and they're too, they're, they're so, they're, they're sticking to their dogma and they're sticking to their fucking rules. And they were like, no, nah, we can't do that. We got to fucking stick to our rules. Cause they just, <laughs> when, when, when shit goes wrong, they just cling to their, to their rules. They cling to their, their structure. Yeah. And, and that ends up being their downfall ultimately. And that the Sith's downfall is that they are the op- they have the opposite problem. They are too willing to break the rules, and they're too willing to fuck over anyone at any at any turn just to gain more power. Yeah. And and I would argue that potentially, if Luke is right, that Qui Gon this fucking long winded explanation, but right. that if that if he's right, that maybe potentially you could argue that Qui Gon was following the true will of the Force, and that who ends up being the first. Force user Noah to send death and become a Force ghost. It's quite right. Why is that? Maybe because he followed the true will of the Force, even though the Jedi Order as a whole wasn't. And then he's able to pass on that knowledge to Obi-Wan, Yoda, Luke, etc. And, and maybe they realize that the answer is more somewhere in the middle, right? Right. The the flip side of that to me is that maybe Luke is wrong, and that he's saying that he thinks 
because he tried to start this new order and it fucking went to shit and all fell apart that he's he's just abandoned hope he's yeah. like he's like shmi in the movie hook he's like fucking running around the deck he's just like abandoned ship like <laughs> like he's freaking the fuck out like he's just like nah nah dude this is all fucked we gotta abandon all this shit this isn't working anymore like and 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 ray has to come in and be like yo yo fucking let's just take it off about 20 percent there and just fucking chill out and let's just relax and actually the jedi are pretty cool and then and and that she kind of has to walk him back from the edge from the ledge and say like hey fucking chill out and so to me that's like (laughs) one of the two ways you can take it and i i I think it's more to me personally i think it'd be more interesting if it was the first way and that he's right and that he's saying we have to become this new different thing it's not jedi or sith but we have to be able and and I would also like argue that I, a lot of shit that we see in Return of the Jedi from Luke is pretty fucking dark, and it's like not really all Jedi. It's like the first shit yeah. you see is him force choking the shit out of some fat green pigs, and then later hey. you see him fucking up Vader and just going off and like throttling him. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah, he eventually ends up says, you know, fuck, throws down the lightsaber, says I'm a Jedi, but like he does some dark shit. No, yeah, yeah, he's definitely, definitely not. Only thing right side powers, I guess. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's a very, very long-winded explanation of, of, like I said, I think the two ways you can interpret that, or at least the two ways I interpreted it. And I, like I said, I hope it's the first one. I think it's maybe more likely to. Be yeah, I, I think that goes back to the, the question that like JJ Abrams like kept on bringing up, like who is Luke Skywalker, like. The biggest question I think going into this movie is why is Luke on this planet? Is he did he put himself as an exile and like excommunicate himself from everyone because he was trying to find out more about the Force, or was he just too afraid of everything and needed to? He was uh, he was too too dangerous to his friends or something. Right. I, I yeah. It's really really fucking fascinating, dude. Yeah. Like, and to me, this is what I love so much about. Uh, these movies though in this current cycle that they have of like a full year between movies which is like just this fucking crazy anticipation and and speculation it's like every time i rewatch that trailer i'm like what the fuck is he talking about (laughs) (laughs) i want to know so bad but at the same time i don't want to know because honestly like the anticipation is like half the fucking fun if not more like it's just like need to know yeah, exactly. I've, like, even most recently, I had this discussion, uh, I guess, with my wife about the exact same thing about him being a great Jedi and not Qui-Gon Jinn not being <laughs> exactly in Yeah, I think even Daisy really in the, in the panel said something on the long lines of, uh, when you meet your heroes, you're not quite who you expect them to be, so... Right. See, and I could, I could yeah. also see that line being something like when she first meets him, and that's just that's like true. Not... Except when your heroes are from the Making Star Wars podcast network. Oh, right. <laughs> Touche. Because all those dudes are fucking rad. Oh yeah, absolutely. We'll give you as many props as possible because this is why this is happening right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But yeah, um, 
as far as any like specific scenes in the Last Jedi trailer that stuck out to you, or uh, I so this might sound silly, but like anytime I've been like stressed out lately, like uh, I see it a lot sometimes, and but like it's funny like the thing that's been helping me like calm down and like meditate or just like chill the fuck out the most anytime in the last like month or so is i'll put on like the beginning of the trailer where it's luke just being like breeze dude it is. just <laughs> breathe and i just like i'm just like oh okay no i'm good i'm good <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know dude yeah it's i like i said i feel like we we just like by being there probably have this like an emotional connection to it that like it, it, to, we'll always make it stand out among any other trailers, but there's a yeah. couple really cool fucking shots, man. I, I really love the shot of, like, Ray doing her, like, uh, saber forms on the cliff while Luke is, like, standing there and watching. Yeah, um, yeah that shot in I really, particular, like, it took me a second to figure out, because like, I heard, like, the crowd just start cheering, like, when we first saw it, and then, like, I, I, yeah, I saw the Yeah, it's very, like, like, zoomed like, oh. out. And I was like, oh, that's what's going on. Okay, I'm in. I really do the, the, the shot of Luke, like, falling to his knees in front of the... Dude, it took... It Poe still took me running. That was probably yeah. the biggest cheer from the crowd was Poe and BB-8 running down <laughs> the hallway. Right. I yeah. I still didn't see the walkers till probably five or six views into it. Like yeah, oh, me neither. People kept being like, "Do you see those?" But I hadn't like I hadn't by the time when people kept asking me that, I'd seen it five or six times at the convention. Yeah, and no, for real. Yeah, I, I remember I I talked to Jason uh, from Making Stars for like a few seconds right after outside the chat outside the panel. I was like, "He's like, do you see the walkers?" I was like, what the fuck? No, like what? No, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I, I watched it like three more times before I ever saw him. And now it's super obvious. Every time I see him, I'm just like, I can't oh, believe yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Right in the middle yeah. Of the, it's right in the middle of the frame. But, you, yeah, it was, it's funny when you – the thing, like, when you see a, a new – not just a new trailer, but, like, a new Star Wars trailer, especially for the first time, you're trying to take in everything all at once. And you're trying to, like, analyze all these little details all at once and look for little tiny hidden things – and right. I feel like more so than any other kind of trailer that you see, like the first time you see a new Star Wars trailer, you were shit up and trying to take it all in. And it's just like an overwhelming experience. Yeah. And like another example is like when, uh, when they show like the book and like a hand reaching out to it, like I assume because you see Ray's hand at first that that's just Ray's hand again. And she's Luke's giving her these books that she's like reading over. But then someone knows, again, oh, dude. I like had a, to watch that yeah, six or seven like a, times. That hand has glove. a glove on it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you so... could. I, I didn't fucking realize that till I heard fucking Johnny Grosso say, "He's like, no, oh, there's a gloved hand." I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> I, I went back and watched. It, I was like, "Oh yeah, no, he's totally right." Yeah, I don't even know where I heard that from, but then I saw. It, I was like, "Wow, yeah, it's it's clearly a brown stitching and." At, kind of makes you think it's Luke's hand, and maybe he's going over the whole Jedi yeah. scriptures. Dude. God, you know, okay, look, to just, like, throw a little shout-out to fucking my man, uh, Steel Saunders from Steel Wars. Dude, all I want in my whole fucking life, all I want is some to ignite the fucking green, dude. Tag green. Like, 
all I want is just <laughs> one time, just one time for Luke to ignite that shit and wreck some motherfuckers. Just to just wreck some shit and to fuck some oh, shit yeah. up. A la Jabba's Sail Barge and fucking Return of the Jedi. Like, that's all I want. Just a little bit. Just, <laughs> just like, <sighs> that's all I need. And I can die happy. Like, I don't know, man. I, 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 and I've heard I've heard some people say I've heard you know that like well there's we actually have you know I haven't really seen anything to indicate that he actually has that lightsaber in this movie, uh, but I did hear an interesting theory from somebody saying like oh maybe when, when okay so you see uh, in in Force Awakens in the Force back and in in the trailer for Last Jedi you see Luke and R two together both times you see a hooded Luke. You don't see his face, but you see him with R2 both times. I've heard an interesting theory somebody say, maybe at that point, like in Return of the Jedi, Luke gives R2 fucking lightsabers. Maybe D2 still has the green, a.k.a. ignite the green, inside of him. So, I, I don't know, dude, but that's all That's all I fucking want. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I agree with you. Like, I want to see that, but... I just my gut feeling right now is that it's not going to happen at least in this movie. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm oh, sorry, man. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can handle that. Like, you <laughs> know, Dude, I'm, I'm hoping I, I'm wrong. I, I, but I, I, if I had to put ten bucks, I on powered it, my way through. <laughs> I powered my way through not having Luke Skywalker in Episode Seven only because I was thinking in the back of my head he's gonna fucking go ham in Episode Eight. That's the only reason I can fucking deal with it. And it's like, you're going to tell me we're going to get two movies into this fucking trilogy with Luke Skywalker and you now you're going to have him fucking spark up his shit? Like, what is? what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We already got, now we got a movies with Alejandro Solo. We got to deal with that. Yeah. That's, that's right. another thing. Like, <sighs> and, uh, yeah, dude, man, it really bums me out that we never got to see Luke again. Yeah, story wise, but like, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The well, then, yeah. I, I don't even want to go there, but like the original three will will never be on screen together again. <sighs> yeah, dude, uh, that's what like, I mean. It's like it's just like a, a missed opportunity, you know. Like, I, not even for one scene, you know. The yeah. the most we got was Han and Leia, and dude, every fucking time that scene comes on, I start fucking crying like a little baby. But <laughs> you know, yeah. I, and dude, uh, the what the moment that gets me every time, without a fucking doubt, you know that when the music starts and they're standing and talking about each other, it's like, oh, you got a jacket, you got a new hair, whatever. Like, yeah, sure. When when Chewie hugs Leia, I I just yeah. fucking I I'm like I'm about to fucking cry just talking about it honestly right yeah. here no. like dude yeah this fucking shit hits me in the field man yeah uh, I'm like picturing like an ending where like a wounded Han Solo like Leia races like a wounded Han Solo to to Luke to see if he can save him and oh man that <sighs> uh, just imagine that. <laughs> I, I, I just, I, you know, I don't know how likely it is, but I, I really, especially considering that Carrie Fisher is gone now, like, yeah. that this is the only chance for it, I really fucking hope we get a Luke and Leia reunion in this movie. I yeah. really do. I'm honestly like, too I, scared I, to, like, if we don't, if cause... we don't, uh, you know, it's, it is what it is. Like, she's gone and, and you can't change that, but I, 
I really fucking hope that happens, man. Like, since we didn't get the Han and Luke, we only got Han and Like, I, I really fucking hope. Like, this it's going to be emotional enough just seeing her back in this movie. Like, oh, it's yeah. going to be a whole year after she passed. Like, it's going to be hard enough. But, like, I, I, I really hope that. And I don't know if you guys got to see. I finally got to see the Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher tribute panel the other day, which was fucking awesome, but also made me cry like oh, a yeah. little baby. But oh, yeah. <sighs> yeah. I, I really, I really hope. Yeah, if I if I'm ever in the mood for like to to cry, it's like the the uh, the fortieth panel, like when right. I do the Billy Ward's review. hundred percent, dude. And then John Williams, they start playing the princess yeah. theme. You know, it's funny, man. I've I've never been anything more than like a little bummed out when a celebrity die. Like even like I don't know, Alan Rickman, David Bowie, anybody. Like it, like. Eh. Or, like, anybody who I've ever heard about it, it's like, oh, it's normally just like, oh, that's sad. Or, like, oh, that sucks, or whatever. But, yeah, dude, that was the first one that ever really fucking hit me. And, like, really, like, I actually cried, oh, did, like, a lot. Did I, did I, like, tell you how I found out? Well, like, I mean, huh. like, it, my, basically my whole, like, Christmas was ruined, like. I remember yeah. seeing her Christmas Eve, hearing she was in, the, in like critical condition. I'm like, yeah, I remember dude, I she was even... like in the hospital for a few days, and but but I kept hearing things that how she was doing yeah. better and better, and and then like, uh, yeah, I, it, dude, I, no, go ahead. Yeah, this was like the same day I was driving home from my last day at my like previous job. So like, I just got let go and like packed up my box. I'm like on the on the turnpike in traffic home, and I get like a message from like my iPhone. Like Carrie Fisher's passed away. I'm just like, really, like, what, what do you want me to do right now? <laughs> yeah, like, I, I know how you feel, man. I I yeah. was at work, and and I was I was stressing out. I was having a real busy, crazy day, and and running around doing a million things at once. And I I I got a, I, I felt the buzz on my phone. I looked down, and there was a text from Chris, and I can't remember what it said, but it was just I, like. Uh... So I just said just this like, day no. sucks or fucking. They're like, yeah, like fuck this, dude. I can't believe, like, don't don't let this happen right now. Something like that. And I was just like, yeah. I I knew instantly before I like I as soon as I saw that I knew what it meant before I had even seen any of the fucking articles or anything. And I was just like, yeah, dude, it's funny, yeah. man. It's 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 weird because, like I said, dude, I've never been anybody to been a person to be like affected by like a celebrity death, but like, oh, yeah, I. It, it, like, he told me my fucking like grandma died or something like it was just like uh, yeah because like everybody all, I, I, all year was like oh 2016 is taking all like all the good people from yeah us. and it's like i will say though dude honestly i was like and i didn't really have anybody i could relate to about it at the time like you know what i mean like i was just kind of like I don't know. Like, I didn't really have anybody. Like, I talked to Chris about it a little bit. You know what I mean? But like, no, in I, my like day to day to day life, I didn't really have anybody I, I could like, I had, talk to about it. I had podcasts. Like, that's all I had. Okay, that's what I was gonna say, man, yeah. dude. Okay, so Steel Steel did like the day of did yeah. like a, a, a impromptu like call in show podcast, and dude. That was like extremely cathartic in a lot of ways, man. Honestly, like I, I, 
and pretty much everybody who called in was just like fucking crying their eyes out, just like telling different stories. And they were all, for the most part, happy stories, but we were just, just fucking calling and crying there. And, and honestly, like listening to that, it made me feel a lot better. Like it, it yeah. was, it was hard to listen to, and it was tough, but it was yeah, like it felt remember, good to know other people were like, because in a lot of ways, I like, I, like I don't sound dumb, but like I kind of felt, I felt kind of silly for like feeling that upset about yeah, it. Yeah, because I remember minute, like I, was, I, I came home from work and like I, I told me, like I said, like my roommate asked like, oh, how's everything? And it's like, dude, Carrie Fisher just died, and it's just like, yeah, I, I heard it, that, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> Do you get it? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lot of people are like, yeah, whatever. It's yeah. not a big deal. And I'm like, no, like you don't like. And I felt, like I said, I felt kind of silly about feeling yeah, that I, upset I about like, it for I'm a minute. Sorry, and it was good. Like, to, it was good to to know that other people were that fucked up about it too, because yeah. it like, yeah, no, it was uh, tough, man. Honestly, it still is. Like, I, <laughs> every dude, I, every single fucking time I hear the Princess Leia theme, I start crying. Like, every fucking time. Yeah. I'm just like, fuck this. Or I don't even remember. What, I can't yeah, even say yeah. what happened. I think it might have been all it couldn't... said. It was like, fuck this. And I was just like, no. I just knew. Immediately, as soon as I saw it, I literally like, it sounds like melodramatic. But like, <laughs> right? I like slumped against the wall at work. And I was just like, Fuck. Yeah, I know what I knew what it meant immediately, and I was just like, "No, I don't like no. Don't I can't it. deal with this right now." I will say though, one of my like to like talk about Carrie Fisher for a minute. Like one of my favorite quotes of hers ever that they they mentioned it during the like 40th anniversary panel, and I'm sure I'm gonna fuck it up a little bit, but it was something along the lines of like, "Uh, well, like uh, life has to be funny because if you don't." If it's not funny, then it's just true, and that's unacceptable. <laughs> Which I totally agree with, man. It's like, it, 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 to me, humor is a fucking coping mechanism for how fucked up the world is. You know what I mean? Like, everything is fucked all around you all the time, and the only way to fucking deal with it is to fucking laugh at it. And I, I think that's why it's like, why it probably affected us so much. Not character that we liked it's like she was a fucking real fucking person you know yeah. what i mean she was hilarious and and honest and genuine and, and i think that's why it fucking resonated with so many people and and to to fucking to wrap it all up here and fucking put a capstone on her uh you know the reason i fucking love carrie fisher is the reason i love roseanne She's a fucking real goddamn person. She doesn't take any fucking shit. She makes fun of herself. She makes fun of everybody else around her. She's always fucking cracking jokes as her way of fucking dealing with how crazy the goddamn world is. So to fucking wrap her up and bring her all fucking back home here. Uh, uh, Roseanne season one, episode three, D-I-V-O-R-C-E is the title of the episode. Uh, I don't know if you boys had a chance to watch it, but I did. Uh, oh yeah, solid I, episode. Uh, you know, Roseanne and Dan go out to dinner. Fucking kids stay home alone to babysit each other, <laughs> and uh, they fucking run into a friend of theirs who got divorced, and then they spend the whole rest of the episode talking about what they would do if they got divorced. Ah. I guess it's like a great episode of like that whole like concept 
like of what ifs, I guess. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's I, I divorce think... is always like a sensitive topic. I feel like, and they just, they just went on just yeah, like, like we're gonna take they it just on. Have a completely candid conversation about like, hey, like because Dan's <laughs> kind of scared. Like, hey, do you think you'd ever get to a point where you'd like consider divorcing me? And she's just like, nah. And like, that's where I fell in love with her. Like, I I want a Roseanne bar in my life. <laughs> like can we, can we, can I can we sidebar here again for a second? Okay. Oh yeah. So, uh, I to me, uh, I remember having this conversation with Chris on the fucking drive back home to Montana on the way back from this fucking celebration. But okay, so uh, to me, the 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 energy, the chemistry between Roseanne and and uh, fucking uh, John Goodman is. Palpable. You cut oh, yeah. that shit with a fucking knife. Right. It just What's your over under on on a fucking John Goodman Roseanne Barr uh, affair on the set of Roseanne? Here? <laughs> I've been real. thinking about that. I think it's pretty. Lot. I've been thinking about that a lot recently, dude. I I've been like researched like were they ever married or dating or anything like. Not that I know of, dude. I think yeah. she was fucking married to Tom Arnold back then. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's probably high. I, I, the only thing I think you know, about is God like... God bless her for fucking marrying Tom Ar- Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just thinking, like, I don't know if you guys ever watched much of Friends, but there's, like, an episode where Joey goes on about if there's chemistry on stream, then they're definitely not having an affair. That, uh, <laughs> well, okay, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Just because there's the tension. I would ar- right I would kind of argue the opposite. Like, opposite. I, yeah, I, don't I agree. Know, like, uh, you know, it's, it's a good kinda... premise for an episode of Friends, but like, yeah, to is... me, it's kind of hard to fake. I guess that it depends stuff, where they are. You know what I mean? Right. If they're, it's just like just beginning. It's probably like comes off on the camera, but but just like... their whole reporting, their yeah. whole yeah. thing. I mean, they. They're a very believable. I wouldn't couple. be fucking yeah. surprised if they knocked boots here and there over the course of nine ep- nine seasons. Yeah, <laughs> no, they. I I am jealous of their love. It was I, the nineties, you know. Yeah. What the fuck are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, dude, this is the eighties. Yeah, this is this 80s. point. <laughs> well, okay, no eighty-eight started in eighty-eight. Bulk of the series was the nineties. The nineties. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> uh. Yeah, no, overall, get you know, i got to be honest, one of my favorite parts of the episode was uh, the, like, it, it gave me, like, a, a funny little, like, callback to being a little kid and, like, when your parents go out and the first time they let your older sibling babysit instead of calling a babysitter, you're like, oh, shit, like, shit just got <laughs> real. We can do whatever the fuck we want now, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, uh, that that was oh, yeah. funny. No, I'm I'm one of six, so I, I definitely understand. Like, when the parents <laughs> which 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 one? I'm a uh, four fourth out of six, so I was one of always one of uh, the ones. I'm four. four. <laughs> I was one out of three, so I was like, I was the yeah, babysitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't <laughs> want to fucking hear it. <laughs> yeah, whatever, Becky. You're you're right. blonde and I'm, you're I'm the oldest. Becky, you're yeah. definitely Becky. <laughs> <laughs> that fair. is not a compliment. <laughs> uh, I, I, I agree. You know, <laughs> I'll take it. I all guess. right, boys. Uh, all right. Okay. So, what do you give round ten? I mean, you know, uh, you know, uh, 
I don't. Not my favorite episode of all time. Good episode. So I'll, I, you know, I'll give her an. I'll give her an eight point two five. That's you know, that's good. I was gonna say eight myself. But, you know, not. Yeah, you know, it's it's like a good episode, but I feel I feel like it was definitely. Maybe uh, yeah, the, you know, it was it was. I so would far. almost consider it almost a bottle episode. Like yeah. we're pretty much just in the fucking die in the restaurant eating dinner the whole fucking time. Like it's a good episode, and, you know, and it. it, it I think the whole point of the episode was just for them to fucking have a like a bullet and fucking bust each other's ball. Again, the thing that I love so much about the fucking show and oh, I relate to it so much is just Roseanne just fucking busts everybody's balls <laughs> right, all, all the time. time. No matter yeah. what, like whatever anybody says there, she just starts making fun of them relentlessly. And and I think that's <laughs> <laughs> so I, I relate to her so much. I yeah. actually, I actually really like this episode. It's been my my favorite so far. I have to say. Um, okay. Really? Yeah. I just the interaction again. That just that like the interaction between John Goodman and Roseanne Barr is amazing. Uh, you kind of get the the kid dynamics a little bit better when they're all on their own. Like you kind of get the two yeah. younger ones are gonna like keep on like doing stuff behind the older ones back. So they, they, I think this really did a good job of just establishing. <laughs> and they the try to make popcorn with the yeah, fucking like eating making pad. Like that's just like totally <laughs> shit. You and then also do like I, I, there's like the the one scene where like uh, Roseanne sit, or like Dan finds out that Roseanne was talking about like being a writer, and that kind of sparks the whole conversation about divorce. So I think that you're just getting a little bit All more right. insight into the 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 mind behind the woman with Roseanne. Right. I feel like this episode was done too, like I guess in '88, like right around the yeah. time where like divorce became a much more normal yeah, and occurrence. I guess. And just the, the fact that you're attacking such <laughs> yes. like a sensitive subject, just literally yeah. calling the episode "divorce." <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I give it a nine. Fucking eight. All right. Did I give it a score already? I guess yeah. I you yeah. gave it eight point two five. Yeah, you're right. Okay, I guess I did. Uh, yeah, no, it was a good episode. Um, I'm just kind of realizing now that, like, I think I want to get, like, a a tattoo of, of Roseanne as Princess Leia. <laughs> Dude, that's our first t-shirt. Yeah, there you go. No, <laughs> the first t-shirt is going to be our fucking artwork whenever Trevor fucking finishes that it. Shit this, done. Is fucking, this is me yelling at you, Trevor, over the fucking radio. Right now, get your goddamn ass in gear, and you should, you know, he's he. It's really not fair for me to yell at him because he's moving across the country right now and trying to do it <laughs> at the same time. But I'm just gonna still keep fucking badgering him about it till he finishes it. Oh, let, speaking of artwork, let me give a fucking quick shout out here because I I listened back to the last episode and one of the parts where I got fucking cut out and I couldn't hear you boys at all. Chris said, Chris, you start, we're talking about all the cool fucking artwork that I got. Yeah. Which was really awesome. And, and one of the most dangerous places that you can go at Celebration is the Artist's Alley in terms of how much money you're going to spend. Um, because I got some really cool shit there. Let me give a quick shout out to my buddy. Uh, Joe Hogan, a.k.a. Joe WTF, a.k.a. Joe What the Fuck on Reddit, uh, who I bought a print from of uh, 
Django Fett and a bunch of clone troopers. <laughs> Saw that one, right? Oh, yeah, that was, that was cool. Oh, yeah, I really like that one. Rad. Uh, I think it's called Django's Finest was uh, the name. I think pretty sure you can find him on like DeviantArt. Yeah, it looks like johoganart.deviantart.com. Uh, and he's fucking uh, super awesome dude. Oh, it looks like he also has an Etsy shop. I'm just looking at his business card here. Etsy.com slash the art of Joe Hogan. He's a fucking awesome dude. I actually knew him from Reddit before. Because uh, he, he frequents the old uh, uh, Star Wars collecting subreddit there, which is actually how I found out about him and saw his, his art and then went and got some while we were there. And it was fucking awesome. Um, the other person I wanted to give a shout out to that I got a print from was uh, here, Scott Harbin, H A R B E N, Harbin, uh, who I bought a really fucking sick print of uh old man luke with his lightsaber from and uh yeah he i i pre-ordered it and then he sent it to me in the mail about a week ago and and signed it for me so that was fucking cool it's really really awesome print i think chris you you saw that yeah dude i'm I'm jealous that one i might try to see if i can look him up and like send him an email yeah hey can i that that one was amazing for real, like Scott <laughs> Scott Harbin is an artist, and he's yeah, he's a super nice dude. Uh, so yeah, no, that's the thing, man. Honestly, the two conventions that I've ever been to was uh, Rose City Comic Con last year and and Star Wars Celebration, and and the most money I've spent at both places was at the artist booths, just buying fucking prints and shit, because you just see so much cool shit. So. Yeah, I just wanted to give a shout-out to those guys because they, they have some really cool stuff. Cool. Uh, we, we do have our first email. Oh. Oh, right. shit. Yeah. I think this is... Is this your brother, William? Yeah, Milton? that'd be his brother. All right. Yeah, What's that? What's up, Will? <laughs> What's going on, Will? You got to read this in an Arnold voice, please. I'd say probably... <laughs> Do you uh do you do you have access to our email? Uh, I don't right now. You okay. might as well go ahead and read it. All right, I'll just read it really quickly. Uh, I think this garage band just like slows my entire system down. I'm working off like <laughs> a 2009 MacBook. All right, hey guys, since you were uh, talking so much about Star Wars swag last episode. I wondered whether you might do some reviews on the next one. A Star Wars comic, Lego set, action figure, or something like that. I'd love to have that as a regular feature. Thanks for the awesome podcast, Will. What's like the email address? Uh, Wtaylor at you, Will. That's definitely my fucking brother. Okay. Wait, okay. What? Uh, I didn't quite understand exactly. There's. He's saying he wants us to review yeah, it's, some... Yeah, it sounds like he wants us to review figures, Legos, and comics. Okay, so okay, so here's the thing. So the first couple episodes have been all, like, super heavy on Celebration because that's, like, where we fucking started all this shit from. But, like, we're going to have a different look 
kind of to the show going forward. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna have some different segments and stuff. I'm I'm I, I'm I'm hoping to have like a little collecting segment here and there and and things like that. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I'm definitely down with that idea. Uh, I was actually gonna try to get uh, our buddy Will, aka Handsome Costanza, on Reddit, aka the moderator of the Star Wars collecting subreddit. And get him on the show and, and talk some collecting with him. Uh, so we're definitely going to have some some Lego action figure, etc. collecting segments here going forward uh, in the future. All right. Also, I, I agree. I like that. Also, happy birth, late birthday to Will and to Chris and Melissa and anybody else. Nick, anybody else? All you goddamn people have birthdays April, in, the same April fucking, in the same fucking week, fucking week. so <laughs> you make it real fucking difficult. But uh, happy birthday to all you goddamn people, uh, including Chris, a.k.a. Sithifer, because I'm just getting really into using a.k.a. right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. We'll we'll get into that shit in the future. Like I said, I mean, these first few episodes are all kind of like heavy on on celebration stuff, but we we've got a lot of different we'll ideas together, for yeah. some, for different segments and and different things to do. Yeah, down we, we down got the over four hundred so. episodes of Rosanna review. So yeah, yeah, we, got, we got a long time. We got we got some time. <laughs> exactly. We'll, we'll be here for a while. <laughs> Even if you guys aren't, you know, yeah. anyone listening, <laughs> we'll still be here. We'll just be one of us. <laughs> I'm talking about Rusev, but... oh, Good God. shit. All right. Good shit. Uh, oh, hey, uh, let me throw out one last thing, too, here. If you fucking end or review the fucking podcast for every five uh, five star reviews will give away something for every fucking ten five star reviews. We'll give away a six inch black series figure. Uh, don't forget if you do leave a review to leave your fucking Twitter handle or Facebook or email or some way we can fucking get a hold of you because if you leave a review and you don't leave that shit, then uh, it's gonna be extremely difficult for us to give you free stuff. So uh leave that information on there if you can and uh yeah thanks for fucking listening yeah thank you and again to write into us it's hollandsnokes at gmail.com uh i think we're actually on itunes and stitcher i think itunes stitcher and the android uh play store google play google play yeah i don't know how to read reviews there but i know no, we got a couple. We got one review on, on iTunes so far. So shout out to uh, Max Revolution. Max Revolution, thanks for the view, man. Yeah, yeah. All right. Sounds like a good episode. We'll uh, see you next week, I guess. All right.